It's a good show. Hey, I'm Coda Corvette, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, with our musical guests, the Essex Green. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Essex Green. Hey. 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 Thanks, Andras. Now, who are we all? Well, I, I actually introduce your... Uh, well, you don't all have mics, so I'm going to introduce you all. So, uh, we have Sasha Bell... Hello. We have Jeff Barron. Hello. We have Chris Zeider. Hello there. Lowell Thompson on bass. Hello. You can hear him in the back. And way in the back, way in the back on drums, is Jeremy Frederick. Hello. Shout it out loud, Jeremy. Hello. There you are. And your songs are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And we are going to be uh, engaging the pop oracle through through eight musical divinations today, joined by several guests, friends of yours, friends of mine, and some of you asking questions. And, you know, I didn't tell you that we were going to do this, so I hope you're cool with this, but could you, uh, would you mind just playing some, like, some little... Some part of your one of your songs that I can read your song titles over. Oh, sure. What about like uh, Sin City? Yeah, that's good. Let's do Sin City. Yeah. Sloan, song number one, Sloan. Song number two, Catatonic. Song number three, Smith. Song number four, January. Song number five. Patsy, song number six, Hands, song number seven, Rabbit, and song number eight, King of Me.
and those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. We're going to be choosing those songs at random as the answers to the questions asked tonight, either by spinning the Wheel of Eight, picking one of the Radio 8 cards, or flipping the Radio 8 coin. And the last question of the show is going to be coming from the band, and I had, I think everyone from the band wrote down their questions, and now gather around all ye paper fetishists. Those are the questions. They're on index cards. I know you usually like, you know, more crinkly paper, but that's what you got. Okay. But they're real. You heard them. They're real, right? (laughs) They are real. Don't get a paper cut. Tastes better. Yeah, exactly. So that's the last question. The six questions are going to come from our guests. And the first question comes from me. And uh, I got a good one. Well, I don't know if it's a good one. I got a great synchronicity with all of you. The reason, the way I came to know the Essex Green was I was on tour in, I think, early 2001, and I got booked to play at uh, the Mermaid Lounge in New Orleans. I was on tour with uh, Chris Sand, Sandman the Rappin' Cowboy. He's been on the show many times, and he's also, uh, I guess, a a neighbor or a a hometown friend Mm -hmm. of Sasha Bell, who's living in Missoula, Montana these days. And so we played this show at the Mermaid Lounge and just got, just fell in love with the Essex Green, got your CDs, just thought you were great, and listened to those CDs on, through many psychedelic trips (laughs) (laughs) in the early aughts. And, uh, but... The thing about that show was, first of all, that was the last time I was in New Orleans, but the thing about that show was right afterwards, we were on tour, me and Sandman, and we had booked, we had a bunch of college gigs booked, and um, we were just playing night after night after night, and right after that show, I got a little bit of a, little bit of a cold, little maybe, you know, and then I went out that, the next night and played a show in Statesboro, Georgia, and afterwards, we we drank and hung out with the people there, and that was a wild show. I won't go into all of that, but I ended up getting laryngitis, and so for two weeks of that tour, and there were all these college gigs that we uh, that we uh, had booked, where I had to be on stage in order for us to get paid because I got. I'd booked them, so I'd come on stage and just say, I'm Andras Jones, and I'm here as the opening act for Sandman the Rappin' Cowboy. And then he'd come out and play the show, and then we'd get paid. And uh, and it was, I gotta say, it was, uh, it, it was one of the worst, it was a very, very rough touring experience. So then, this morning, I woke up with uh, the Esk screen coming into the studio, and I felt a little tingle in my throat. And I know you guys are on tour, and I sent you all an email, and I was like, hey, you know, I want, I've been wanting to do a show with you for so long, to have you on Radio 8 Ball for so long, I really don't want to have to cancel it, but it would be the worst thing in the world for me to, like, you know, be patient zero for Essex Green's repeat of my 2001 experience. So, uh, it was, that was, I gotta tell you, that was a hot, that was... I don't want to say it was the hardest email I ever had to send, but it was really hard because I wanted I wanted to do this so badly, and that sounded like Christopher Walken there for a second. I wanted to do it so badly, <laughs> and uh, and so I uh, 
So, but then you said you would you'd come and do it, and I think it's great. And I, uh, we got the air conditioning going. I'm I'm far away. I didn't touch any of the food, and I figure you all are people of of resilient constitution. So, there's going to be no problem. And at the same time, until a week from now. Like the the Jewish mother in me is going to be worrying about all of you. <laughs> is they going to be okay? Are they okay? So that's my question. That's my question. Are, are they going to be okay? Does the am I am I going to is it am I as much of a hypochondriac and a worry wart as some of my friends tell me I am? And are it, are they going to be rewarded for having faith in me, or are they going to be cursing me? three or four days from now in the van. I'm going to keep breathing in another direction. Even as I say this, I want to like, <laughs> I'm creeping away. I want to, I don't want to look at you. But, uh, so that's my question for the Pop Oracle. Am, uh, will everything work out and are we all going to be healthy for the next week? Especially this precious, fantastic band who have a show in Tucson tomorrow. How many shows do you have in the next week? We have nine shows left. We have nine shows left. Nine shows left. Tucson, then what? We're doing Tucson, Dallas, Austin, day off, and then we're doing Omaha, Chicago, Cincinnati, then Pittsburgh, D.C., Jersey City. Awesome. Did you get West Virginia? Well, oh, in West Virginia? No, that was on the last tour. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chair, Chair is still So, there. well, I, so this, the question is, will you all be healthy and happy through all of those tours and have no reason to regret having come into this studio to do Radio 8 Ball with me. And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 Wheel of Eight. No, no, you don't have to do that. Song number one, Sloan. Kettering. Oh, no. No, sorry. Ranger. Sloan Schwint. Ready, guys? Ready? Good count off here. <laughs> here we go. Good demo.
That was Sloan Ranger. The answer to my question, will everyone be okay, at least as far as their involvement with me after this uh, after this time in the, I don't know, in the cauldron of synchronicity. In the hot box. In the hot box. Only time will tell. We'll tell you tomorrow. Well, I no, well, I think the song. I think the song hey, tells. Hey, it'll be, it's all right. Hey, hey, it'll be, it's all right. There's, yeah, there's a few things. Yeah. So, but, but first. Uh, rhetorical. Rhetorical oracle. Who is the, uh, who's the, uh, the writer on this song? Okay. Chris, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the background and where that song comes from? Ooh, no, that's secret. Well, you don't have to say exactly, but you could say, give us some inf- some insight into, did you write it on guitar? I, I did write it on guitar. Did you write it in Vermont? I did write it in Vermont. Okay. It's, yep. It's, uh, and it is, it's about kind of hitting the road again, going but, on tour with the band. So is it a recent song? It is a recent song. Well, it's recent compared to some of the other ones on, on our record, which since we have made a record in 12 years, there's a few songs that are a little older. But that one was written... Yeah, right. Right as we're going into recording, so in the last year, uh, well, it took us a couple of years to record this record, um, just because of distance and the time busyness of life. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so this one was was really written right right at the time we started. So it would be like two six two twenty sixteen twenty sixteen. Yep, twenty sixteen. Not a good year. Not was, a good year. No, yeah. it was a rough year. I mean, most of it was okay. <laughs> Yeah, until yeah, until Fahrenheit eleven nine. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, was this was this written before or after that? Uh, it was written. It was written before it. A happier time. Okay. Yeah, not all the lyrics, though. I guess, but it doesn't. Yeah, it wasn't affected by the the event. Not that you know of. No. <laughs> right. he that will be not will not be named. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We try and leave him out of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, well, there's there's the the whole slow. Um, why why Sloan Ranger? Um, it's it's just a phrase that I had in my head, and I have this book of poetry and prose that has the definitions of just these words from from ages. And I I came across that one day, and I remember it from some times I spent in England, and I thought it was an interesting um, sort of symbol for part of what. Yeah, you know, uh, how I was weaving that song together in my mind. So there's a there's a the term called Sloan Ranger. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically sort of like a yuppie sort of uh, like Princess Di kind of part, like this um, sort of uppity part of uh, an English area where, like in the '80s, it came out as a uh, a term, a sort of derogatory term for people from Sloan. Women who were just dressed up a little too much and a little too preppy and fancy. So, got it. Yeah. Okay. Did and you Did you all know this? I did not. You did. This is new yes. information. Okay. Not aware. So well. Okay. So then. Uh, so then. Uh, let me. I'll dig into interpreting it. So first of all, I, I thought Lone Ranger. I was just thinking. Lone, right. I think that most people That's... who listen to it probably just think unless they're from that area and are aware of that that term. Uh, so and we'd been talking about Sandman the Rapping Cowboy. So there's a there's a double cowboy reference there, and um, yeah, and it, it, pack it up, circus on the road. That's you know it's it's definitely it's a touring song, which is the the question is about touring and my own experience of touring, and uh, there was the line paralyzed. Yeah, that made me a little nervous at the beginning. I was like, <laughs> first, I, I, to be honest, okay, it made me a little I, selfishly. Yeah. It made me a little nervous for me first because uh-huh. if if. 
if paralyzation is a part of this and you're catching it from me, then it would mean that I would be paralyzed first. We'd be paralyzed together. I'd love to do all kinds of things with with your band, but being paralyzed together probably is not what I would choose for you or for me. Yeah. But I have to say, I have I have, uh, have a couple of friends who have made it work with certain levels of disability, and I'm sure we would make it work just fine. But it did give, make me give me pause. But then, of course, as you said, the answer, the final, is hey, hey, it's all right. Hey, hey, it's all right. That's. It seems like I think the paralysis in the song is really referring to to staying put. So getting out on the road is is in some way healthier. Ah, well, I'm I'm currently on the road too. I've I just came from doing a series right. of recordings in Boston. I'm here doing a series of recordings in L.A. Right. I'll be back in Olympia next week. So we're all on the road in our way. So that's yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and I was and and just I'm kind of curious. Do you have? I mean, you've toured. A bunch in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you go about maintaining your immune systems on the road? Lots of scotch, probably. No. Well, for me, for one thing, it's sleep. I'm. I make sure I try to get at least eight hours. I bring three pillows. I bring earplugs. I bring a portable fan, which these guys are very envious about, <laughs> because wherever we end up. Sometimes it's too hot or sometimes it's too loud. That fan really keeps me regular. It's good. Regular. Keeps you regular. Sasha runs. These guys, she jogs everywhere. You're, oh, I'm a runner too. Where do you? Yeah, I, I have to keep my body in motion as much as possible. So sitting is just a rough thing on me to begin with. So if I get a free moment, I like to move about. And do you have do you have places that you've returned to again and again over the years? That you're like, oh, I can't wait to do that. Yeah, well, run the, re- the reservoir, the reservoir here is good. Yeah, um, yeah, because I can just loop around and not get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say there are places. What's it's some, kind of the best way to see a place is to yeah, you know. What are your run. favorite places to? What are your favorite places to go with that you get to have a good run in? You you know sometimes suburban Texas is pretty great. Suburban Texas. Also, yeah. the, are you looking forward to Austin? Is that Austin or Dallas? Dallas. <laughs> I mean, it's just um, it's not the most beautiful experience, but it's so bizarre. How just is running it bizarre? Through, well, running through all the cookie cutter suburbs, and you, you kind of get lost because all the streets look the same, and it's just a radically different experience than than anything else I might encounter in my everyday life. I had something like that happen to me when I was a kid. I was in Victoria, British Columbia, and I went for, I'd just seen Rocky, like the first Rocky, and it was like probably like seven or eight years old, maybe nine. And, you know, he had all that dun 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 he'd go for those runs. And I woke up before anyone, I decided, I'm going to go for a run, and I was just singing. I, before Walkman, I must have been singing dun 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 and running, and I ran and I ran, and all of a sudden I was like, where am I? <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> and I started like going and like knocking on doors like, I'm lost. And luckily, I found my way home. It was good. But uh, yeah. Right. Running yeah. through the cookie cutter areas. Right. You the can only just problem is there's nowhere there. to go to the bathroom. You have to go. There's just you no, just there's no cover at all. No cover. No. What do you do? I just. <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. Almost. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. She sweats a lot. <laughs> Any other particular like uh, immune system tips for on the road? Good sleep, good run. Kombucha. Grapefruit. Kombucha. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Diet. Emergencies. 
Yes, a lot. You, so, are you just start dosing on emergency the whole tour? I do. Yeah, because I mean, you're in club after club. You're on. Do you bring your own mics? Your own. We, we just started this time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I used to do. I would always. I'd have my own fifty-eight, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I don't want to use your. Yeah, I don't want to get intimate with everyone who's ever sung on this mic. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. Well, I wish you all good health. And uh, I think that was a I, I think that was an optimistic answer. It was, yeah. and um, yeah, and a great song. And I'm just like I said, I've been I'm I love your music so much, and I'm so happy to have you in in the studio with us. And uh, looking forward to these next seven musical divinations. Excellent. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Show.